The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Good afternoon, everybody. It's great to be back in person. Uh, it feels good to be actually here, uh, actually getting people to have their hands on these devices that we're going to be talking about. Uh, so kind of go through some introductions. Uh, so my name is Joseph Hodge. I'm a technology product manager at APH. Uh, with me today, I have Tyler Maddox, who is going to be handing out some information for you guys. He's got a QR code uh, that will allow you to go do a few things. One, you can actually do a focus group. Uh, the second thing you can do is you can participate on our email list for the Chameleon and Mantis. And the third is to just kind of keep in touch. Uh, we're, we're also doing a survey for Braille displays. So um, it kind of allows you to have feedback into our future product line. Um, so Tyler's a product manager with me in technical innovations. Um, we are both happy to be here. And also with us is Katie Frederick. And I'll let you go ahead and introduce yourself, Katie. Good afternoon. I am Katie Frederick. I wear a couple of hats around this convention center. But today I'm wearing my American Printing House for the Blind hat. And happy to be here with my colleagues talking about something that's near and dear to my heart. Well, two things really, that is technology and Braille. Pretty cool. And Tyler, I don't know if you're, are you near a mic by chance? Okay. Yeah. If you want to just get people so they know your voice, if you happen to, you know, go to somebody, they know what you sound like. Hi everybody. This is Tyler Maddox and I'm technical innovation product manager at APH. All right. So we have two Braille displays. All right, there we go. I knew that was going to happen. Okay, we have, we have two Braille displays we're going to be talking about today, uh, the Chameleon and the Mantis. Uh, so I'm going to kind of give you an overview of the devices and go through them uh, a little bit and kind of then kind of hit you with a demo. And then at the end, we are going to save some time for questions and answers. So we're going to start with the Mantis overview. So the Mantis is a 40-cell Braille display. Uh, it has a QWERTY keyboard. One of the nice things about the QWERTY keyboard is we have the normal, like, sort of raised dots on the F and J. We also have them on the F4, F8, F12, and the down arrow key. And this is really great for screen reader navigation, just being able to quickly pull up, uh, you know, commands fast and know where your fingers are. Uh, sometimes I miss that when I'm using, like, a Mac keyboard or, or um, a Windows keyboard. <laughs> So we also support multiple languages on this. Uh, we are selling uh, through APH, and then overseas we sell this uh, through Humanware. So kind of a, a quick overview of the Mantis is it is, um, so on the left-hand side, starting on the back left, we have a USB-C port. Then there's a raised bump on the power button. Then there's a USB-A port, which is for connecting a thumb drive to, to move files onto. On the front, we have the thumb keys that are traditionally seen on humanware displays. So you have four thumb keys and you have a home button, which is really great. Hey, Katie will actually probably talk about the home button a lot in her demo. <laughs> so that's, I'll leave that kind of for her. Uh, on the back is a SD card slot. The right-hand side of the device is completely empty. There's nothing there. So with the Mantis, it also has... We, you can buy it what's called government mode. And this is really important. So like if you work for a government agency, they may not want you to have access to the online services that we offer, for example. So you can buy this device just in government mode where it's locked down to a specific device or in terminal mode for a, a USB device. There is no speech on the Mantis. Uh, the price for it is $2,682. So the next device we have is the Chameleon. It is a 20-cell device. So it's a bit more portable. It's going to be a little smaller. It has a Perkins-style keyboard. It, has, it supports Spanish and English. Uh, it does have text-to-speech, which I will demo later. And we also support unrestricted DAISY files, which includes DAISY audio. And its price is $1,715. And kind of going over the chameleon, I'm going to hold it in my hand. It does actually fit. Now, 
I, I say this on Zoom, uh, but being in person, it actually would fit in my pants pocket that I'm wearing now. Uh, however, I am a guy, nice. I've been told, and women's pants are a much different story. Uh, so, but ladies, it would fit in a, in, a, in a small purse, not a you know you you would wouldn't need a huge purse to haul it in. It it would fit nicely in a good sized purse. Exactly. So it's it's very portable. Sorry about that. It's very portable. Uh, so starting on the left hand side, this is going to sound familiar. Which is this is actually something I really enjoy about the APH product line is that once you kind of get used to one, uh, the other you, you'll kind of be right at home with the other. So on the re- uh, left hand side, we have a USB C port for charging and connecting to a computer. We have a power button in the middle, and then we have the USB A port for thumb drives. On the front of the device is thumb keys. So we have four thumb keys plus the home button. We have 20 cells of Braille, as I mentioned earlier, with cursor routing keys. And on the right-hand side, it is a little different. So the Mantis was completely blank. The Mantis has two volume keys and a headphone jack, a 3.5 headphone jack. And on the back is an SD card slot. So the chameleon for me was really great. Uh, before COVID hit, I would take it and read books on the bus. It connects, you know, seamless. You can actually wake up your iPhone from the display. Uh, it's it's a very uh, sleek and portable device. The reason it's called the chameleon, some people may be out there wondering why uh, we call it the chameleon. You can actually, it comes with three different colors of cases. So you can actually kind of dress it the way you feel. So if you want an apricot, I forget exactly the APH marketing colors, but if you want an (laughs) apricot case, I think that's one of them, uh, you could do so. uh, And you could choose the color of your choice for the day or, or change it as you feel necessary. So talking about what both of these devices offer, So uh, both of them uh, have a library. So this includes things such as the libraries where you're going to read your books. So we offer books from Wi-Fi, from NFB Newsline, and uh, Bookshare. So you can download a BRF, a DAISY file, and you can read it in the library. They both have an editor. So this is this is a kind of a te- it's called a basically what I would consider to be like a text editor. So you can and what I mean by that is it, basically it does TXT files. It's it's not going to be like Microsoft Word, for example. It, it, there's some power that it lacks, but it's really great for taking notes on the fly. So one of the things I still struggle with, I'm I'm totally blind. Katie, uh, are you totally yes. blind? Yeah, we're both totally blind. One of the things I struggle with is taking down numbers or a quick note quickly with an iPhone. So. The reason is, is you have to go into notes and you have to, you know, interact with the edit box. With this, I can just open the editor and I can take my note and save it. So it's it's really nice from that from that aspect. They, they now have, both of them have a Braille editor. And what I love about the Braille editor is in the normal editor, it is using translation. So I call it Joe Braille, <laughs> where I just write you know, because I, I grew up with the old eBay language, uh, and then I transitioned over to UEB. My wife made me, um, and so when I did the transition, uh, you know, I still kind of like using those cuddle uh, short cuddle words. Yes, yeah, the two and the you know. So uh, of course, UEB doesn't let you do that, and. On the old, before 2.0, the chameleon didn't let you do that, or the mantis. So what I like about this Braille editor is there's no translation, and it does save in a BRF uh, format. So you can, you can write whatever, however you want to write, and it will uh, maintain that formatting, which is awesome. Uh, so in the terminal, both of them have a terminal, at, which supports the screeners JAWS, NVDA, VoiceOver, Chromebox uh, via USB. Uh, and we also offer, uh, you can do Android through USB, but it's a long-winded thing. If you ever want to know, just get in touch. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to bring in Katie here, who's going to demo a little bit of the terminal mode, because I think with the Mantis in particular, because as she's going to talk about, there's a lot of things that the Mantis offers uh, someone who is in, you know, ha- who's maybe in the professional world or uses a keyboard a lot uh, to interact with their computer. So go ahead, Katie. So the the question is, uh, these these are both considered note takers, and how much storage do we have to take the notes uh, for the folks on Zoom? Uh, the answer to that is we have 16 gigabytes of onboard storage, plus you could add an SD card or a thumb drive. So um, I am here to talk a little bit about the Mantis and how I use that. 
Um, I use a mantis every day. I've had my mantis for two years now and I got it out the other day and someone said, Oh, you've, you've worn off some of your keys. (laughs) Yes. It gets used a lot. (laughs) Um, so again, as, as Joe explained, the mantis has the QWERTY keyboard. Um, so one of the things that I really like about it is I can connect it to my computer via USB or Bluetooth. And today I have it connected to my Surface tablet, which is a 10 inch Windows tablet. Um, And it's connected via USB-C. So I want to kind of demo how, you know, using the Mantis works with the computer. So I'm gonna turn on my narrator or my NVDA, sorry. I have open. Heading level 161st annual national. Heading level one conference and convention. So I have the um, the NAT, the ACB conference and convention program open in Microsoft Word, and what I'm going to show you is you can navigate by pressing um, heading by using headings. So you know on a display with a Perkins style keyboard, you might have to do you know a different chord to do that, a different command. But on the Mantis, because it has the QWERTY keyboard, you're going to press the H key. So I'm going to press H now in my document. Page seven, section four, president's message heading level two. Page nine, conference gems heading level two. As you can hear, I'm moving by headings. If I press K, I'll go to links. Link www.acb.org. Page 48, www.twitter.com slash national. So as you can see, I'm just using the you know keyboard commands for standard screen reader keyboard commands to navigate around this particular document. Um, so you know, for me, what I really like is you know connecting my Mantis to my computer or to my you know my iPad and being able to use it just like any other keyboard that's connected. So I don't have to worry about, um, you know, perform finger gymnastics, as I like to call it sometimes, (laughs) where you're trying to press, you know, five keys. And if you're like me, you have small hands and you're saying, how are my hands supposed to stretch that far? (laughs) Um, But then you have the keyboard. So I'm going to press Alt F4 now, which will close my document. Microsoft Word Dialog 1. Don't save button Alt plus N. I accidentally made a mistake. So I'm not going to save that. So I'm going to, I'm going to pressing enter to cancel that. Desktop list. So now I'm back on my desktop and if I can just, you know, tab around, um, just, you know, I'm on my desktop, um, tabbing around, arrowing down with my up in my down arrow to my desktop icons. Um, If I do uh, my caps lock key is my insert key for NVDA. So if I do insert F12. And again, as Joe mentioned, the function keys have those lines on the four, eight, and 12. And when I first got the display, I was like, oh, I don't know if I like that. Now I love it, (laughs) right? Because it's so easy to find the key that I want. So if I do insert F12. 5.21 PM. Now I'm on Eastern time. So it's 5.21 back in Ohio where I'm from. Um, But that's, again, I'm I'm just trying to illustrate the standardization that you know, using a, a refreshable braille display with a QWERTY keyboard offers me. Um, so that is a little bit of my demo. Joe, do you want me to show anything else? I uh, know that's good. All right. So one of the things that Katie and I talked about before coming in here actually was the fact that <clears throat> with the Mantis is that you actually. Uh, so when I worked uh, in with insurance, I worked for an insurance company, and I had a Braille display that was just a specialized, you know, Braille display. It was a standalone, much like the Chameleon. Um, and so it was the third piece because I had the QWERTY keyboard, um, then I had the Braille display, uh, then you know, uh, so and then I had of course the tower and everything else, the monitor, uh, the headset. So what I like about the Mantis is that it eliminates needing that that sort of extra braille display it's built in so that's the thing i really love about this i mean i you know i'm lucky i get to play with these things and use them but if i were working and you know doing that insurance job thankfully i'm not uh because it was awful but anyway (laughs) if i was still doing that you know i would love to have the mantis because it would be one thing and i wouldn't have to you know worry about where my braille display was when i needed it 
Um, you know, because somebody would maybe I'd need to read off an email to somebody or verify something in their profile. And that's when I used the bread display heavily. And, you know, finding that at that given moment was was somewhat frustrating. So the keyboard on the Mantis 2 has really good travel. Um, it's really comfortable to type on. Um, and it's kind of hard to demo that. It's something that's very personal, I know, but I found it to be one of the best uh, keyboards I've typed on. It just it's not too loud. It's you know, the keys have just the, the right amount of travel. So you can tell you're typing, but it's also, you know, I've, I've heard some other note tickers where it's like, okay, someone's definitely writing something down, right? <laughs> um, but this is, you know, this is very appropriate for using in a professional setting, such as a meeting or an environment where you need that quiet keyboard. It's very comfortable to type on too. So one of the things that we did recently uh, at the end of May, I think it was Memorial Day weekend, we actually added a, we had a 2.0 release. And so since we're on the Mantis, I'll go ahead and tell you what, what one of the exciting things we offered on the Mantis is, is we have a way to do quick switching between your Bluetooth devices. So before you had to hit the home button and you had to go down uh, to choose your iPhone in the list, right? So you, you would, uh, let me explain this a little bit better. Uh, so you would, if you hit the home key, you would see a list of your devices. So you would see USB-C, you would see your uh, iPhone, iPad, Mac, Windows device, whatever you had connected. And then you would press enter on that device. But now what you can do is you can actually hold the home button and press the right thumb key. And you can actually go in between your devices. So switching between your iPhone and your and your Windows computer or your iPhone and your Mac or your, you know, whatever device you want to connect it to is much more seamless now. And is actually, uh, I actually love that feature probably a lot. Uh, because one of the great things about either the Chameleon or Mantis is the fact that we, we allow you to connect to so many devices. I mean, Katie and I were mentioning this earlier. We have, I mean, between the two of us, I think we probably have every operating system that's out, right? Yeah. <laughs> so sadly, yeah. uh, so so it, it is. It's. Uh, I think there's a program for that. Yeah. <laughs> a twelve-step program, right. maybe. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's 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 one of the things I love about these devices is that it, they are so versatile and they let you use pretty much anything. I, I'm the captain, and, and you know I can control what I want to do. So. Um, but talking about the next thing that I'm going to get in here in demo is the chameleon. We added text-to-speech. So uh, somebody mentioned earlier it kind of being like a note-taker. So I call this a note-taker light, both these devices a little bit. Now, the, the chameleon has, is a little, it's a little bit heavier because we added text-to-speech, uh, which is kind of that thing that, to my knowledge, nothing in its price range really offers Braille and text-to-speech uh, at the same time. So. I'm going to go ahead and plug this in real quick. And let's see if we have voice. Real editor. All right. We, we added two voices in English. We have Will and Sharona. Uh, these are acapella speech engine voices. And then in Spanish, we have Rosa. Um, so I'm going to kind of give you a little sample of these. So as you heard, so when you start both these devices, I'm going to hit this home button. Editor. It takes you to the editor every time when you hit that button. So that's one thing I really like. So if, again, editor. If I get lost, I can always hit that home button and go back to the editor. Then if I space through here, this is the main menu. Braille editor. Terminal. Braille editor. Terminal. Library. Library. File manager. File manager. Calculator. Except calculator, etc. So you're going through the, this is the, the things that you could choose. Uh, so things with speech. So like, for example, if you went in the terminal, once you connect to your host device, such as an iPhone, uh, Mac computer, Windows computer, you're not going to have speech there. You're going to rely on those devices for the speech, whatever you're connecting to. But where speech will work are is in the editor, library, uh, the calculator, file manager. It will it will read you the options there. So, for example, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to go into the library. Library. And I just pressed L to get back there. I'm going to press enter. Loading. And we're loading. loading. We're loading. Book list. All right, there we go. We're, we're at my book list. I have a lot of books. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to hit enter. On, on, Downloaded. On books. And we hear hatchet. And the cool thing is, is it says it in speech, but I'm also able to see that in Braille. So it says hatchet downloaded. So I can actually see both those things uh, on the, I can hear it and also read it on the Braille display. And where I think that's awesome is the fact that you take, for example, someone learning Braille. This is something that we don't talk about a lot. So obviously with Braille, Braille's, Braille's fairly complicated, right? I mean, there's, there's grade one, there's grade two or uh, contracted, uncontracted. 
the, the newer folks. Uh, so, you know, there's there's multiple things that you have to learn as you're learning. So let's say you you know grade one in Braille, but you're learning your contractions. So you're you're starting to you know do your withs and does. You get to a word you don't know, you can actually have text-to-speech say what's under the cursor, which I love. I mean, it's a really awesome command. So I'm going to demo that here in a second. So I'm going to go ahead and open the hatchet. Loading. So on my display, I'm going to arrow down here a little bit. So I have the word part. It's in the middle of my display. And I'm going to go ahead and just push the cursor routing key. Part. And that's that's Sharona. So uh, Sharona says part. Uh, I'm going to have her, uh, I'm going to go to the, the, and, and have it speak the, the, so as you could tell, like if you're, if you're struggling with a word, this is really awesome because you can now go to that cursor point and just tap the cursor above the braille and it will actually read what braille is under there. The other thing that you can do is you can read all. So I can just do a read all command. And now he stood at the end of the long part of the lake and was not the same, would not be the same again. There had been many first days. First arrow day, when he had used the threat hatchet. And I can stop it. Uh, you can also slow down and speed up speech. Apparently, she was a little fast, I think. But, uh, speed too. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, and the other thing is you can just turn speech off. So if, there, if you're in this book and say, I want to read just in Braille, I don't, I don't want the speech at this moment, I can just turn it back off. Uh, so I can, I can just turn speech off, which it doesn't actually say, and then I can turn it back on. Speech there on. Go. It's, yeah. Uh, so it's really nice. And then with, thank you for telling me the book again. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, and then in this book here, so this is a Daisy book that I downloaded. I can press T chord. So T is in tango level two, and I can now move by the different parts. So you can move by level two page page line sentence. So as you can hear, bookmark. I can move by any of these, these things. So page. if I wanted to set it at page, I can Hatchet. choose that and I can use my thumb key. That brought first rabbit day when he killed one of the large rabbits with an. And then if I want to hit again. In the second clump, he saw a bird, moved close to it, paused with the head. So as you could tell, I'm moving by page and the text of speech is actually reading what comes up on the Braille display. And then I can continue reading or I could move on elsewhere. So I'm going to go ahead and hit the home key. Editor. And we're back to the editor. So. I want to talk about real quick, the Braille editor. You heard me mention that I love that feature because of the Joe Braille, right? Uh, Braille editor. So when I go into Braille editor, speech will Loading. not actually talk in here. But what's great about this is on the create chameleon, Braille file. I can create a Braille file and I get my uh, open and the parentheses, open and close parentheses with a cursor in the middle. And I can just type whatever I want to type. Uh, on the Mantis, you might ask, what's a QWERTY keyboard? So how would the Braille editor work with the QWERTY keyboard? Some of you guys may be familiar with Perky Duck. Uh, so what it does, what that is, it's a Braille translation program. Uh, so on the QWERTY keyboard, you would use the F, D, and S for dots one, two, and three, uh, JKL for four, five, and six. And you can actually use a, uh, you can actually type in Braille in this Braille editor with the Mantis. So it's a really cool thing. So with the Mantis, you're not getting left out with this Braille editor. You can actually come in here and type to your heart's desired. Editor. Braille editor. So one of the great things about these devices is what I like to call the context menu. So if ever you're lost uh, and you're maybe new with the device, or maybe you just don't remember a command. on the man, I will be honest. Katie, yeah. you probably can attest. <laughs> the Mantis is a little easier because of the fact it's it's more traditional, like, you know, copy is control C. On the chameleon, I really struggle because I don't always remember the Braille cut command, <laughs> for example. Uh, but what's editor. great, if I go into Loading. the editor, I'm going to open the editor here. Create file. And if I do M chord. File menu. I can actually go through and see these commands. So, edit menu. So if I go to the editor. Find space plus F. So find a space plus F, right? So you can now go to, you can go down and see these list of commands. Find next space plus N. Find previous space plus P. And what's great about this is the context menu is available pretty much anywhere, what we call local mode. So the, the file manager, the calculator, uh, the, the library, any of these things that are kind of local on the device, you'll be able to use this context menu. Editor. We have a few more 2.0 updates here to talk about. And I think while Joe's getting that ready, I just, you know, wanted to say that the chameleon, you know, they're they're very similar devices. The chameleon with with the speech is new, and then the mantis is, 
you know, still has some of the new features, but it is more meant to be a, a Braille display. There is no speech on the Mantis. So just to make that clarification, that's why I didn't demo anything in the editor or anything for my purposes, because it's, you know, I would just have to talk through everything, which I could do. But, um, you know, again, the Mantis, the Mantis does have that context help, which I've used um, in different situations where it's just, you know, it's like, what's that command that I may not use all the time, especially in some of the Mantis specific applications where I'm doing something that's not on a, on an external device. One of the things I really, I do like that I, I find myself using actually a lot is uh, I kind of made fun of the iPad for uh, not having a calculator. Uh, but one of the things I like to do is, is just have my chameleon or mantis. And if I'm at a restaurant, I can quickly do, you know, percentages for tips, right? <laughs> like in the, in the basic calculator. Uh, so that's something I, how I use mine a lot actually as well. Um, because, you know, simple math is, it's hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so what we have coming up, uh, we would like you guys to get involved. So Tyler walked around earlier with the QR code for those folks who are here in person. Thanks again for being here. It's been it's great to be back. Um, he had a QR code. So if you didn't get that, please raise your hand or please make it known because we, we definitely want you to be part of this. So with the QR code, you get the... Uh, email list. It's going to send you, you have the link. It's going to take you to a page where you can view the link to the email list for the Mantis Chameleon. That's where great discussions happen. Um, I'm I'm always amazed at how good the community is about getting on these devices, learning them, and then also providing feedback. So, you know, it's not always APH employees like answering the questions. It may be somebody else that that's part of the community that, that just loves a device that will answer a question. It's, it's, it's really cool to kind of watch that take place. We also have focus groups. So what we're, what we're kind of looking at doing is where do we want to go for the future for these devices? So what is the, 3.0 3.0 release looks like. So as, as I showed you some of the 2.0, we got the, the text-to-speech and the quick device switching. Where do we go with the 3.0? We want to hear from the field. What is it that we're missing? What is it that you guys want to have us add? What are you not using? What, you know, um, Is there something that you would use if it was laid out better? So th- these focus groups kind of give us these sort of indications on where we need to go and as well as a survey for what braille display we need to do next you know is there something we're missing do you would you like to have a braille display in your tablet you know so katie and i have been talking about this idea um she she uses a surface she mentioned right the the surface computer and she has her mantis as the keyboard but imagine if you had just one device as a braille display i mean do, do people want that Maybe, uh, but the, this, the survey allows you to provide feedback and kind of give us that information. I could tell you what I want, right? But it's not what will sell. I mean, well, I pretend it will. Um, <laughs> but, but we want to definitely hear from you guys and we want, um, we want to make sure that you guys have a say. Uh, the other thing is, is to remember to keep these devices up to date. So as these, so these are smart displays. So both of them have Wi-Fi. Uh, updates are actually delivered through the Wi-Fi themselves. And it's it's actually really, as a blind person, I got to say, I love the detail here because when you are updating, you actually get a progress bar that shows you how long mm-hmm. you have left. So you can kind of see it as a sighted it's person scrolling. would have. It's yeah, scrolling it scrolls. on your display. It's really cool. It, yes. <laughs> it goes from a partial cell to a full cell and then back. It's really neat. <laughs> and, and it fills in and it's, yes. it's just, it's like, you're like, wow, this is, I, I don't know. It's one of those like little things, right? Mm-hmm. Like that makes you yes. appreciate the device yes. and, and you're like, they really thought about uh, everybody when, when we developed this. Unlike right? your iPhone that I still palpitate when it shuts down and updates. Is it going to come back and talk to me? <laughs> about yes. eight minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So, so one of the great things is with the Wi-Fi updating, the, the ability that you can just install the update right there locally on the device uh, it does only connect to 2.4 gigahertz, um, but that's pretty standard for devices like this, I believe. Um, however, that being said, um, you know, once you install that that update, you're going to get the new features, and it's just good. We are working with Apple on the new HID standard, which is how you connect through. Uh, basically, it's kind of a plug and play standard. Uh, and it allows you to connect to your iPhone. Uh, so in the past, 
uh, for the Braille display, you had to go to settings, accessibility, voiceover, Braille, yada, 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 and search for your Braille display. Now you can actually just look for your Braille display under Bluetooth. And that goes for the Chameleon and Mantis. Uh, Chameleon and Mantis, uh, I said that fast. Um, and the reason that that is, is because we worked with Apple on that new HID standard. And so one of the things that we had, especially in the beginning, was some pain points of, of it working correctly with Apple and 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 us, right? Uh, but it's kind of got, it's ironed out now, like it's very stable. But with that, I say, just keep both iOS, because they do Braille updates as well, and keep your Braille display up to date. Uh, it's 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 just very important, um, you know, as you as you use these devices. And so I'm going to stop there uh, before I do anything else. And just we've hit you with a lot of information. Any questions that you guys may have on either display uh, now would be a great time to ask. Uh, I will say again, since we are here in person, come by the booth. Uh, Katie's been there a lot of the day. Um, and We're in booth 16 and 17 in the exhibit hall. So. Feel free to stop by. Because it's great to just be able to get your hands on these. I mean, that's the one thing I think about these Zoom meetings that I missed um, was being able to actually feel what the presenter was talking about. And this, I'm, I'm so glad we can do that again. Um, but do we have any questions? Uh, maybe I missed something, but you were talking about the Mantis um, and the keyboard. Um, do you have the ability to, is there a function key on that? And then do you, like a lot of times on your computer, you can switch the function keys from you know, doing their default, which is that, you know, the F1 through F12. And then sometimes you can switch it to maybe they do the volume or the plan pause. Can you do that on the Mantis? So we do have a function key. So it's, so on the bottom left, there's a control, then it goes function. Then depending on what you're operating, I'll just go with windows, windows, and then alt. Um, however, what, what you're talking about with the volume, uh, predominantly that does not work. So okay. with, with the computer, they tend to just act as F keys. Uh, so F1, F2, F3, um, with the Mac, I, I really would, that's the one thing I wish, uh, I can't like raise and lower the volume. So, but normally I'm wearing Bluetooth headphones, so I can just reach up and, you know, twist that up. <laughs> so sure. Mary Ward. Yeah, just real quick. Uh, Katie was saying that her one of her keys was kind of worn down on the Ventus. Uh, this is kind of an expensive keyboard. So my question is, how robust is this keyboard? And what happens if something does go wrong with one of the keys? It's it's So I wanted to clarify, it's not worn down that it can't be used. It's just... It's it's gotten a lot of love in a good way. So um, it's just yeah. you know the keycaps are just kind of smooth, um, just because I've had it for two years and it has been used probably literally every day. Um, so it's just some general wear and tear. But I'll let Joe talk a little bit more about the support piece. So I, I will say so I did quality assurance for a few years here before joining uh, joining the technical innovations team. Uh, so um, what I and actually the project leader William Freeman did as well. Uh, so I know both of us have thrown these around a little bit, just making sure they're durable. Uh, I mean, you know, not intentionally, <clears throat> um, but um, I, I don't. Can't, Katie actually has a fancy executive products case for hers like you know uh, and she's got hers like it's all protected it goes to like battle man it goes to battle exactly it's like a little cocoon right <laughs> yeah. mine here is just completely it's it's naked like it's just the mantis and so i've dropped it on the floor uh and have had no problems to be honest and i'd be the first to tell you if 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 there was a problem um but as far as there is a, a year warranty with it um so you can actually just call us anytime if something were to happen uh but i've not you know, I've not actually heard about keys failing or anything no. like that. Uh, it's more just a cosmetic thing with my keys. It was more just a comment like, oh, you've used that a lot. I can tell that you that you use it. It's, you know, it doesn't look bad. It's just, oh, it's it's well used. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a very, very durable device. Although again, kind of I I'm using my iPhone without a case for the first time, but I am uh, not prepared to do that with my Mantis that I that I bought with my own funds quite yet. So um I do have mine in a in one of the executive product cases. And it's a really nice leather case um, with a, a storage pocket in the front. So that's also an optional accessory. All right, we have another question in the audience. I'm gonna hand it over to Bonnie. Um, I've got a couple of questions. One, if you're taking notes on it, but yet you wanna send those notes out in email, can you go <laughs> from, we'll just say the Mantis to your iPad? All right. I love that question. You, if I had a prize to give you, I'd give you a prize. Uh, so one of, one of my favorite features, now it is limited. I will say this. One of my favorite features on the Mantis is what's called terminal clipboard. And so what that is, is I can write in the editor, uh, 
a email or a response to something. And then I can copy that and paste it on the iPad. And what I love about that feature, and I'm hoping we can up, uh, this is my feature request. Uh, I'm hoping we can up the characters because yes. it is a little limiting. I think it's like, I don't want to give the amount because I'd be wrong. It might be 200 or 500, something like that. It's not like a lot. It's not a lot. Yes. Um, it's about like a tweet. Yeah, like a tweet. Exactly. Um, but what is cool is you can like select a line or two and then go, and it, it seems like it would be slow, but it actually is is pretty fast once, you're, once you start doing it. But the reason I actually like writing in the editor and, and using the terminal clipboard is because you don't have any lag. So sometimes when you're writing on an iPad, you get autocorrect that gets in your way or you get... Your focus moves exactly. <laughs> so there's there's these these things that just happen that like when I'm in the editor, it's just me free flowing, being able to write, and there's nothing interfering with that. And and I, I got to be honest, the older I get, the more I love that. Um, I, I just don't want a lot of things going on. Um, so I, I I'll take notes like how I use it. To be honest with you, is I'll I'll go to a meeting with just my mantis. I'll take notes. I'll come back. And I will copy and paste them using the terminal clipboard. The other way you could do that is you could save it as a text file and you could move that. You could just go and open that text file on your computer That's what I do. and you could copy the, the notes and, and paste. Um, yeah, Katie said she does that as well. I don't know if you could hear, but uh, that, that is, that's actually probably the easier way uh, just because of the character limit. But I did want to, the terminal clipboard is something that makes me happy. So I wanted to get it out there. <laughs> and then what if something goes wrong? Where do you send it to get it fixed? Uh, you actually would call APH and and uh, do a support ticket, uh, and then you would send it to Humanware. I believe I believe they will they'll kind of get you all set up. And this happened to me a long, long time ago. Like I don't know how long ago, a long, long time ago, maybe in the eighties. I bought the Reading Edge uh, from a person in in my area. But I found out just a couple months later that he was trying to get rid of his supply because they came out with a brand new one. And um, the one that, that we had that was not um, as current anymore, it, we just didn't have that. So if you, if you, how, if you upgrade, mm-hmm. we now with the ability to, to download all of that, that wouldn't be a problem. How, how many years? I'm, I don't, you may not be even be able be able to answer this, but how many years would you have before it'd be obsolete? So we, we actually, that's a great question and I love it. Um, so you had two great questions, uh, but uh, five years is what we are supporting devices for. So uh, that's what the APH, uh, that's where, that's kind of the initiative we took. We started that with the Braille trail, I believe I could be wrong on that, but I believe it was the Braille trail. Uh, and we extended that out to the Mantis of Chameleon. So they, I mean, they're going to be supported for I mean, they've been out, I think they debuted in 2020. Yep. Yeah, I think it was during the heart of the pandemic. Uh-huh. Uh, so, um, so yeah, we, we are going to, we plan to support them for five years. Just five years. Yeah, but, but again, they will still work, meaning, it, but you're just not going to have any more software updates. Do you know what I mean? Like, so you, you would, I mean, it's not going to, if, if you got it, let's say uh, 2024, right? You're towards the end of that, that timeline. Uh, it's not that the product would become inferior or worse. It's just, you wouldn't see any more updates to it, if that makes sense. So, I mean, as far as like a consumer, I mean, you know, look, I'm a, as Katie and I, as I mentioned earlier, I buy tons of operating systems, uh, probably more than I should. Um, and you know, some of this, and I understand we're talking about a lot of money, right. But some of this is like just knowing the product cycle, but I mean, you're not, the the good thing here is APH is not going to just say, if you buy your device and a year later, we put out a new Braille display, Hey, we're not going to, we're not going to, you know, you're not, you're not loved anymore. We're not going to support this. If it breaks, you're out of luck. Uh, we, We do plan to support it for at least five years. Okay. Five years from today. Well, no, five, five years from 2020. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, two more questions and I'll give it to somebody else. <laughs> no, you're fine. I'm really you're sorry. Fine. But, uh, tell me the difference between the Mantis and and the, the Chameleon. Is it just mainly that you have a 40 cell and, and the Chameleon has a speech? And is there any advantages to, I mean, real advantages to one over the other? And then, and then also, if you've gone completely Apple, a lot of these sound like they're more, um, you know, Microsoft kind of commands. Is that going to be hard if you've gone completely Apple? 
No, actually, they're, 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 the great thing about the... I'm going to address your second question first. Um, so the great thing about these devices are they work on a variety of operating systems. So they're going to be supported on Apple. They're going to be supported on Microsoft. That hit standard I was talking about earlier, Microsoft is also... Uh, they want that to succeed. They're, they're, um, and they're, they actually help develop the standard. So um, these things are going to work um, on both operating systems. In fact... I, uh, I yeah, actually use my Mantis with my iPad every day and my Windows computer. And I switch back and forth between them multiple times yes. a day, multiple. And then I forget which operating system I'm using, but that's operator error. So um, <laughs> I say that to tell you that, yes, they work very well with Windows and Apple and really everything in between. And one of the great things <laughs> that they do really well, Katie, you could probably attest to this, is so... The Mac key, for example, Windows, or Windows and Apple have a different keyboard layout. So one has the mm-hmm. c- control oh. option command. That's the Apple side. Windows has the control Windows alt, right? And if you try to use a Windows keyboard on a Mac, you're going to have a hard time. It, it, the buttons would be actually backwards. And same if you were to use an Apple keyboard on a Windows device. Um, but with the Mantis, it's able to detect what device you're connected to and switch on the fly. Yes. So, so your keyboard actually will be the keyboard that you're connected to at the time you're connected, which is, I honestly say, like, I have Bluetooth keyboards that from Logitech that. that don't do that. Yes. Yeah. Do we have any questions in Zoom? Yes, ma'am. We sure do. Peter? This is Peter from Columbia, Missouri. And I have to tell you that my favorite gadget that I, that I used in the... And uh, late 90s, early 2000s was the Braille light. Oh, which, yes. mm-hmm. Okay. So I, I am so delighted that you have a, uh, uh, that, that Chameleon has both Braille and speech. Because um, that's something I really, I like having both. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a, a little bit about how the, uh, the Chameleon is similar to or different from the good old Braille light? Um, you know, I am, I am in that age range that I had a Braille light millennium. Uh, right. That's what I had to. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, so, but I, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I haven't used it in a while either, but, but I don't I, think I, the I chameleon like the, has as many, didn't the Braille light connect to email and things like that? No, yeah, the Braille not. light was a real note taker, right? Yes. I mean, it, was, it, had, it was a real note taker with speech and nothing else. No email. You couldn't do anything else with it except okay. uh, you could connect to a computer and download uh, Braille or text files into a computer and then edit it on the computer if you want to do that, which is how I got my first book, my first book edited. Um, but uh, so, yeah, it sounds like sort of a similar machine so that you can do more fancy things with it. You, yeah. you can't you can't use it as an email provider. Right. It doesn't do email directly. on oh, no. the machine, But but you can connect it to your uh, uh, what you can connect it to your, your iPhone, iPhone your iPad, your computer. Right. And you can switch between devices. So I think one thing with this is that it pairs to multiple devices so you can have it. You know, you can have it connected to two or three devices at a time and switch between them on the fly. Um, so, so, so just to keep it simple for for for, for my for my non techie roots, you sure. could you could you could write emails in editor. You could connect it somehow to your iPhone, and then you could use the iPhone app to to send it. Is that does so? That with the with the chameleon, they do not have the that feature that I was talking about with, as the mantis, the terminal clipboard. Uh, okay. But, okay. What I but what you could do is you could actually connect to your iPhone and just write it in the mail app. Uh, that would oh. work. So, okay. So you, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. And obviously, you you, you can you can it, I, I assume you can put a, a thumb drive into the thing and then you know t- transfer it to a to a computer if that's what you want to do, right? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So one of the one of the things too, uh, Peter, that, that that's a great question is with a thumb drive is for example, if you have a BRF or a Daisy file from another source that you want to read on this, you could put that file on the thumb drive and then just you know put it on the Chameleon or read you know read it on the Mantis or Chameleon itself. So. Um, you know, you're not restricted to just Bookshare and NFB Newsline, the, the sources that we have internally. You could take any BRF or Daisy file and read it. So you guys really do download, you, you can download Bookshare onto a, onto a yes. Uh, chameleon? Yes, right from okay. the device. Okay. You can, you can connect to Bookshare. Um, that's So that's what the Wi-Fi is used for. It's used for connecting to Bookshare and NFB Newsline and providing updates to the unit. It doesn't okay. have any other... Yes. And uh, for for the mantis you quoted, I think you said seventeen hundred. About is that sound about sound about right? Uh, no, the the mantis the chameleon. The chameleon is seventeen. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I meant to say I you know one 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 products all products are all the same. We understand this. Uh, yeah, chameleon is is uh, sorry about that. Um, runs about eighteen hundred, right? Correct. Yes. Okay, that is like so. 
cheap compared to other things that are on the market. I'm sure you you know that. Okay, uh, that that I'll have to figure out how to get uh, how, how to how to proceed. Thanks so much for for the information. Thank Thanks, you, Peter. Peter. Yeah, Jane, sir. So, what the? I guess this question was answered a couple months ago, but I saw the um, mantis and it didn't have like your page up and page down. Um, how how do you? Ah, yes. <laughs> So you, you can actually hit the, so the function key I mentioned earlier, uh, you would hold the function key uh, and you could do control, control and then you can do the arrow keys. So the, uh, for example, left and right are in and uh, home and bottom. So top and bottom, uh, the up and down arrow keys are your pages. So it's a combination of the function key, the control key and your arrow keys. And I can tell you that as someone who uses that command a lot, um, it sounds complicated, it might sound complicated, but it really isn't. It's you know, the way that the keyboard is spaced out, it really, um, again, it works out well for my hands. I'm not doing any kind of crazy maneuvering. And what I like about that is, is it's actually the same on most laptop layouts. Yes. So it, that's uh, that's one thing I do like about the Mantis mm-hmm. is it's, it's, it's so that standardization. Standard. Yep. yep. That, okay, yes, we have, that is the we, command that you can use on laptops as well. Julie, go ahead. You said that this connect, that these devices connect with Bookshare and NFB Newsline, you did not say they connect with BARD. Is that correct? That's correct. correct. Yes. What you can can do with BARD is you could, for example, with the web braille, you could download the BRF and you could put it on the the device itself, either with the (laughs) SD card or the internal storage. Yes. Yeah. But we do not use the online service at this point. Okay. Are you planning to in the future or not? Um, I would say not at this time. Okay. All right. Um, the question was, is that because of the e-readers? No, I, I would say it's due to just cost of, of licensing the, the BARD uh, information. And again, we are here all week. Um, we will be here in the exhibit hall in person um, through Wednesday in booths 16 and 17. So um, feel free to come and stop by. Um, and you can always find more at aph.org. You can find our information as well. And if you go to aph.org, um, so the things for the online folks, I was going to read out the the addresses, but I just think it's going to be too long and tedious for you guys to write this stuff down and, and do it. But if you go to aph.org uh, and search for Chameleon or Mantis, there's the product pages. And on there is the link to the mailing list. And we'll, we'll try to get a good way to get the uh, survey and the um, uh, focus group information up there for you. Um, but right now it's kind of a perk for coming in person, but, but we, will, we will address that and get that fixed for you all. Yeah, we got one more question in the audience here. I saw your wonderful, this is Julie Katie. I saw your wonderful stuff yesterday. Yes. Could you remind me, do you have a Braille? You do have a Braille catalog for each device, if I remember correctly. And your case is a fancy case that you bought extra. Does it come with a case? I forget. Go ahead. Um, so we do not have a Braille catalog with us. Okay. Um, so you would need to go online or, or call APH to get a catalog. But there is one available. Um, APH does have product catalogs. Um, the best bet would be to get it online just because it's so big in Braille. Mm -hmm. Honestly, um, it's, it's, you'd find it more pleasurable, I think, to read, read it online with headings and navigation. Um, and the, the executive products case is an optional accessory. So, um, the, the Mantis comes with a, um, what would you, it's a green case. Yeah, it's, it's green. It's kind of a. TPU plastic type, type. TPU yeah. type okay. of a cover, um, but it is it does not protect the keys, and no. it's a nice case. It does protect the unit. I just personally wanted something that I could. Um, I like my executive products case because even literally right now, as I'm standing here, I have it over my shoulder, uh, and yeah. I've been using my rail display that way. And so for me personally, it just it's leather. It covers the the display more. Um, Again, I've been traveling a lot. This thing's been in backpacks and goodness knows where. Um, so, you know, I, I really wanted that extra protection and I wanted something that I could use um, on my shoulder. So, so it that, really probably depends on how you're using it. It does. You know, yeah. if, if I were just, you know, working from home every day and not getting out a lot, I would probably be okay with with the mantis. The and again, case. you yeah. know, Joe said his, you know, he doesn't even use a case. He's, he's, he has, I don't know. He's, he's taken, taken a risk, but you know, yeah, really? <laughs> uh, no, that's, it's just how we use our devices, you know, in different ways. Thank so. you. 
Yeah, just just adding on there for for my purpose, like I typically use my Mantis more. So I'm I'm more of a Perkins guy when I travel. So that's why I, I tend to carry the Chameleon, uh, which I do have yes, a case two on. devices. I only have one. That's right. <laughs> and um, so I leave the Mantis a lot at my desk, which for me the case would be overkill. I think for that, yeah. but I do I I do like shuttle around my house, and that's where I have dropped it a few times on accident. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> The difference between the mantis and the chameleon is it mainly the 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 braille display, the length that you know the forty versus the twenty, and that the chameleon has um, speech as well. Is that mainly the difference, or are there more differences? That's the major differences. Um, so, I mean, you know, you hit the the, the biggest thing is the. Sorry, I don't know why this mic keeps going in now. Uh, the twenty versus forty, and then. The so the, the length of display and also one is QWERTY so you got your kind of more traditional uh, QWERTY keyboard versus the Perkins keyboard and so I think those are the things when you're going to buy one of these displays those are the things you you have to I mean unfortunately we can't answer what you're going to want like Katie said sometimes it's great to have both or, or want them both um, so the reason you know for me I love the Chameleon it's cute it's a tiny little display it's got a lot going for it but at the time when I was looking to buy a new piece of hardware. Katie has a budget, has had had or has a budget and can only afford one device. And so I really looked at what is my what is my what am I using this for? You know, what is my use case? And so for me, I'm willing to sacrifice a bit bigger device, maybe not as portable, but meets more of my professional and personal needs. Whereas, you know, yes, I would love to have a chameleon in my back pocket. Well, I don't have a back pocket, but metaphorically speaking, um, but no. So I ended up choosing the Mantis because it it fits more what what I need in a device. And there are things like like on this trip here. So I, we're just getting this to travel again. So like I have been pr- primarily a chameleon person, but I will say like I was laying in my bed yesterday with the Mantis in the hotel. Uh, I, had, I had my wisdom teeth taken out last week. So I've, I've been a little under the weather. And so I was laying in bed and I just wanted to like move my Mac, but I didn't want the Mac sitting on top of me. And just being able to control it with the Mantis was awesome. Like it was across the room. It has great speakers on it. I didn't even have to have a Bluetooth speaker. And yeah. I was just able to like sit and listen to old time radio and it was, it was really great being able to control it. So often, because I don't need to see my computer screen, I have no usable vision. So often, I connect my device to my computer on Bluetooth. The computer's inside. I'm outside of my balcony on my Braille display because I because I can be. <laughs> you know, so I don't need to be reliant on my computer. I don't need to be you know tethered to my devices. I can use them from from across the room or from afar. So. It- and one final thing, if I can add, that we usually get a question on that no one asks, so shame on you all. Um, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. Um, is you can use this just as a keyboard. So we, yeah. we talked about it as a Braille display, right? And, and a keyboard is, as a combo. But if you wanted to use a program that didn't require Braille or maybe didn't even have speech support, like I game a lot. I'm a gamer. Uh, and so a lot of those game gaming uh, programs aren't meant for Braille displays. So what I do is I turn off the screen reader because a lot of them don't work with the screen reader on. Uh, and I can just use this as a normal keyboard as well. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's expensive for that, but I mean, obviously it, it, it could also fill that void, you know, like it, it's one keyboard to kind of rule them all, as I like to say. So right. we had one more question in the audience that asked if we could print from these devices. And so you would need to connect to a device. You cannot print um, directly, right? You can't hook it up to a printer. No, the, the, yeah, the the best answer the we could drivers. probably give you is you'd, you'd have to connect to, to like a computer or something that can like print. an iPhone or something that could print to something. And that's because of drivers. Usually, when you print something, yep. you have to install drivers. Thank thank you. Thank all. you so much, and thank you to our Zoom host and our streamer for keeping us on ACB Media. And also, thank you, Tyler, for passing around the yes. QR codes. We appreciate. Thank it. Thank you, everyone. Mic.